Steve is joined by Jim Paris of ChristianMoney.com in a few moments to tell us about the plans. He has to get tons of free stuff on his birthday. Call or text anytime, 800-555-7898. Then Uri Shacham from Magandavida Dom will join us to share about a gift of ambulances they received yesterday in Israel. Up next, though, the Devo. And if you want to get your hands on it, just text that word, D-E-V-O, to 800-555-7898. All right. I'm just uh, going to put the over-under out there. How many times do you think I'm going to have to ask you how to pronounce his name coming up this hour? You're talking about Jim Paris, right? And I'm not talking about Jim Paris, <laughs> but that Uri, one I Uri, might Uri, be able to do. Uri Shacham. Sorry, Uri Shacham. Shacham. Yeah, it, they uh, use a lot of gutturals in, in Hebrew. Okay. And so Uri is a, a senior paramedic in the Magan David Adon, which is Israel's ambulance service, and... Um, as you can imagine, they lost, I think, 13 or 14 ambulances um, on October 7th. And Franklin Graham has, uh, and his organization, Samaritan's Purse, is replacing all 14 of them. And they handed them over yesterday. And there's seven armored ambulances that are also being given by Christians around the world. And Uri's going to share what that means to the to the Jewish people and to Magdalena Dom in a few moments. It's well, a very look, powerful, powerful story. Yeah, looking forward to that conversation with him coming up in just a little bit. And as you mentioned, Jim Paris celebrating a birthday. Uh, is that a thing that they do in the UK as well, where when it's your birthday, you if you go out to eat, go to restaurants, go to different places, they give you free stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not okay. as much as here, but um, very much it's become part of the most marketing ploys that start in the US end up being uh, permeated around the world. Yeah, uh, it's uh, no big surprise. And if you have had a birthday recently, you probably had your inbox inundated with all sorts of offers for free stuff. Sometimes you go to a restaurant, and if you have their app, there's all sorts of cool things. Well, Jim is going to join us, talk about some of the things that he just scored very recently and how you can get those as well. And then we've got Josh Wilson coming into the studio about two hours from right now. Josh will be here for a Moody Tunes. Love these Moody Tunes events where we have artists in and they tell the God story, what he's been doing in their life, how they got to know him and how they're continuing to walk with him. And then, of course, live music in studio. So hope you'll stick around. Josh Wilson coming up in two hours from right now. But as we get started this morning, I want to head to the book of John. John chapter 1, verses 38 and 39. Then they turned to him, those being followers of Jesus, they turned to him and said, Rabbi, which is to say, or translated, teacher. And they asked, where are you staying? And he said to them, come and see. They came and they saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. You know, there comes a time for each of us when merely talking about the Christian pilgrimage is not sufficient. We must actually set out on the journey. We can spend many hours debating and discussing ideas and issues related to the Christian life, but this means little if we never actually step out and follow Christ. For generations, the coming of the Messiah had been pondered and predicted by the nation of Israel. I mean, there's probably no greater topic that garnered more discussion and debate among the Jews than the nature and the work of the Messiah. And you think about Andrew. He had been listening to John the Baptist. He'd gone out to hear him speak, and he'd heard about this coming Messiah. And now suddenly, Andrew is face to face with the one that he had yearned to see. And his mind is filled with questions he longed to ask. And instead of entering into this theological dialogue with Andrew, Jesus turned and he began to walk. 
Andrew's questions were not going to be answered by discussion alone. Andrew's questions were answered by walking with Jesus. You know, Christianity is not a set of teachings to understand. It is a person to follow. I hope that resonated with you. I hope that that sinks in and that as you hear that line, you're like, yes, yeah. And so, therefore, I need to follow him because, like I said, Christianity, not a set of teachings to understand. Christianity is a person to follow. And as Andrew walked with Jesus, he watched Jesus heal the sick. He learned God's wisdom as it was taught. He saw the demonstration of God's power. Andrew not only learned about God, Andrew experienced him. You know, moments will come when you stand at a crossroads with your Lord, and you're going to have a hundred questions for him. And rather than answering these questions one by one, Jesus may say, hey, go get your shoes, put them on. Let's hit the road. I want you to follow me. And as you walk daily with him, Jesus will answer your questions. And you'll discover far more than you knew to even ask. If you want a copy of this morning's devotional, I'd love to get that to you. Simply text the word Devo, D-E-V-O, to 800-555-7898. That's Devo to 800-555-7898 or linked on our Facebook page, Don and Steve in the Morning. All right, everybody's going to sing happy birthday, okay? On the count of three, one, two, three. No, I'm kidding. We're not going to sing happy birthday because I cannot carry a tune in a bucket. Maybe Jim Paris can. I know you're musical. You play the trumpet. Do you, do you uh, sing as well, Jim? I, I do. I, a little bit of singing, you know, back when I was a touring musician, but not so much anymore. I'll save. Those eating breakfast will probably appreciate that I'm not going to sing. All right. Well, no singing from either one of us this morning, but happy birthday. Had a big birthday yesterday, huh? Yes, turned 59, and I did my favorite thing the last few days, which is I've turned this into a sport. I'm I'm lobbying for this to become an Olympic event, <laughs> which is how many free how many free things you can get on your birthday. And so I've been doing this for years, and it's just crazy, like I, the level it has reached now. Like my whole refrigerator here, I'm in a hotel right now. My whole refrigerator is filled with food, and so this is just. It's getting crazy. And people love it, though. It's like I almost feel guilty like I'm on a crime spree or something, like going <laughs> in all these places, walking out with all this stuff, and I don't pay for it. Uh, but people are loving it, especially on my Facebook feed. Oh, I think it's good stewardship, right? You're getting all yeah. the stuff. You're not having to fork over the money for that. So I, I That's don't blame right. you at all. So <laughs> what what got you thinking about doing this? I love the idea of making an Olympic, Olympic event, by the way. But when did this start for you? I probably have been doing this for about um, 20, 25 years, something like that. And, you know, this was back in the day when you just show up with your driver's license at Denny's and you show them that today is your birthday and you get a free Denny's breakfast. So that's kind of how it started with me was the free Denny's breakfast. And then, of course, it's gone on from there to like you know, almost every restaurant in town is giving me a free meal nice. on my birthday. Uh, and so it's, it's incredible. And people kind of don't believe it. They're like, how are you doing this? 
And um, so I did a big article on it. It's up at ChristianMoney.com. But every year I share kind of the new version of it and my new list. So on my list now, I have the top 25 places to go to get freebies. And uh, there's more than 25, but I kind of wanted to just limit it to the best ones. So there's at least 25 that everybody should get. All right. So I love that. Now, why do so many restaurants do that? I mean, ultimately, you're walking in the door, you're costing them some money. So are they coughing over free stuff to you? Yeah. So I wish I could be like magnanimous and say it's just because they're nice. But the truth is they want to get you on their email list. So, um, yeah, that's what they're doing. Um, they're using this promotion to get you on their email list. I think it's like goodwill to, you know, get bringing people in maybe for the first time that haven't tried a restaurant or bringing somebody back in. But a lot of it is list building, you know, getting getting your email. Sure, sure. And that is probably one of the things that maybe has changed from 25 years ago. I don't know how many of us necessarily had uh, email addresses 25 years ago. We, that was probably right around the time I maybe started to get that stuff. But yeah. as you've been doing this, I'm sure you've seen it evolve and change. Right. So what it used to be was you could just show up at these places with your driver's license and show them what your, you know, today's my birthday and they would give you the freebie. Now it's all about apps. And so you've got to have the app to get into a lot of them call it their birthday club or something like that. But it's inside the app that you put on your phone. And a lot of them, too, are doing cutoffs where you have to have the app on your phone like a week before your birthday for it to trigger the free birthday meal. So you want to plan a little bit in advance. You can't just go out on your birthday and do it anymore. You've got to have a little bit of uh, lead time to get all the apps in and get your name in there and your birthday in there so that you get the freebies. All right. So speaking of the freebies, what's your favorite? Uh, well, I love the Denny's free breakfast, which I got the other day, but probably my overall freebie, I would say Maybe it's a tie between the free birthday burrito at Moe's and the free firehouse sub. Uh, those are pretty great. And um, I love the hook and ladder if anybody wants to know what my my sub is. But, yeah, so those are those are kind of my two that I love other than uh, the Denny's, which is sort of my – that's my first meal of the day on my birthday. I'll go to Denny's. I'll get the free – I'll be at Denny's at like 6 a.m., get the free Denny's breakfast, and then kind of the fun begins from there. That's like the warm-up. <laughs> and then the rest of it, the rest of the day, it just – it takes off from there. Yeah. All right. I, I love that. So that is the warm-up. That's what you're going for. But so far, Jim, everything I've heard is food. I've heard Firehouse. I've heard Denny's. heard Moe's. Is it just food related or is there other stuff too? Yeah. So it's mostly food. There are some places like the beauty store Ulta has some kind of free makeup thing they give you. Never got that yet. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm happy with the color base that I use. So I, I didn't go in and get that. Uh, but yeah, some, some retailers are into this, but it really is mostly about the food. All right. Well, that is my love language. So I think Gary Chapman forgot one. I think love food is the sixth <laughs> love language there. So I'm all in on this. Uh, you ever get too much stuff? Yeah, you do. You get too much stuff, and I've got too much stuff right now, which is why my refrigerator and freezer are full here at my hotel. However, I will tell you that there is something that a lot of people don't know, which is kind of like I call it your birthday window. 
which is if you get the app, usually they'll start telling you like, okay, your birthday's coming up in five days. We're going to give you this window of like a week or 10 days to get your freebie. So you can kind of spread it out if you want to do that. You can you know, spread it out so that you're not getting those all on the same day, um, which will also help you to um, fit into your clothes after your birthday. If <laughs> that's, you, that's you know, kind of spread them out a little bit. So <laughs> I get that. My birthday is right in the window of the holiday season. So just a few days before Christmas. So between Thanksgiving, birthday, Christmas, New Year's, all the stuff like, yeah, it's a it's a challenge to fit in the clothes after all those things. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Well, happy birthday, my friend. Uh, so glad that uh, you joined us this morning. And Jim Paris is the editor in chief of ChristianMoney.com. You want to find that list of 25 things that he was talking about? Take advantage of these things for your birthday. Go check out his website. It is ChristianMoney.com. That's ChristianMoney.com. And uh, look forward to going and watching all those videos on your Facebook page soon. You know, we, not that long ago, on October 7th, began to see the headlines, the images, the pictures, hear the stories of the attack by Hamas on Israel. And most of us are probably not going to forget those images that we saw. I also, that uh, kind of triggered in my mind some of the memories of 9-11 here in the United States when we were attacked here, and we saw the images of that horrific thing and heard the stories of those who ran into danger, those first responders who said, you know, there are people who are hurt and I'm going in after them. And just like that happened here in uh, New York and around the country, that happened on October the 7th in Israel. Again, David Devon, uh, Adam, is a service there in Israel that man, is comprised of first responders and Uri and I hope I don't pronounce your uh, name so badly, <laughs> too badly here. But uh, Uri Shakam is the deputy director and chief of staff there with Megam uh, David Adam. And Uri, thanks for uh, joining us this morning. Oh, well, thank you, Steve, for uh, having me. So, Thank you, everyone, and good morning. Do you remember what you were doing on uh, October the 7th when you heard about the attack? or How, how was that brought to your attention? I think that uh, each Israeli will forever remember where he or she was on October uh, 7th. It was early morning, and my radio, my operational radio, just um, started saying the names of the towns and the cities and the kibbutzim where, where rockets were shot at. Mm-hmm. That day, about 4,000 rockets were, was shot towards Israel to diverse the uh, the fact that uh, Hamas terrorists are invading the kibbutzim. And in the only in the first four hours, about 3,000 rockets were were, uh, were uh, shot. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and just just about 30 minutes after the this rocket attack began, uh, Hamas terrorists went into the kibbutzim, went into the cities, and and brutally murdered kids, yeah. babies, uh, elderly people. This is something, as, as you mentioned, it's our um, 9-11th or our Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I mean, the the stories and the images and the things that we've heard that happened that day, absolutely horrific. But yet, that is where you step in. And uh, Megan uh, David Adam steps in. T- tell us a little bit about what you do and what is Megan David Adam. Indeed, Steve. Magen David Adom, uh, the red star or the red shield of David, is Israel's national emergency uh, and blood services. 
That means that we run the entire um, ambulance, ambulance service for the entire country. Uh, that means that we are uh, in charge of um, um, getting or uh, collect, collecting, processing, and delivering blood, both to the hospitals and to the uh, IDF. And we do this by uh, having people within the communities, by having ambulance stations in the uh, cities, by having the national um, emergency centers, equivalent to uh, 911 uh, system in the States, but all central. Okay. And on October 7th, on October 7th, um, information was, was coming both from um, civilians in the kibbutzim, both from uh, the police, both from the army. We had uh, the information coming from all over. And uh, very soon we understand that this is um, a very, very uh, unusual attack. Yeah, an unusual attack, but yet... Um, you're responding. Uh, you, I'm sure, personally uh, got involved right away. I mean, you've been serving for over uh, 30 years there, but uh, other uh, members of the organization ended up losing their lives. I understand you also lost some equipment that day. In, in, indeed. The, the DNA of Magenta Fidadon people is to run uh, towards people who are uh, in need. When Israelis are required to go into shelter, Magenta Fidadon people go out of shelter. And that day, they did exactly what they've been uh, uh, trained or what their heart uh, tells them to do. They were going in the kibbutzim. They were treating victims. Uh, they were uh, putting others' others' uh, um, sake before their own sake. And we lost we lost uh, 19 people from the beginning of uh, the war that were killed. Some of them while providing medical uh, care. Um, and we lost also 14, one, four ambulances because Hamas terrorists targeted the ambulances. Now, I think that's uh, internationally known that you don't target an ambulance. Right. This is a life-saving vehicle. This is a vehicle that represents humanity, that represents uh, compassion, that represents caring for others. But Hamas terrorists targeted Magenda Vidodom ambulances that day, destroying 14 of them. And you know what, Steve? This was the crucial moment when the state of Israel needed those ambulances the most. Yeah. Because Magen David Adom 1400 uh, ambulances are the emergency fleet for the state of Israel. And uh, losing, losing 14 ambulances was devastating for us that day. Yeah, devastating that day. But the good news is those ambulances were promised to be replaced. And just yesterday, I understand they were. By the way, as you're listening this morning, maybe you want to find out a little bit more about um, again, David Adam, you can check them out online. Savinglivesinisrael.org is the website. That's savinglivesinisrael.org. Yuri, what happened? Tell us about this good news of what happened yesterday. Well, yes, yesterday we have uh, put into service uh, new uh, 14 new ambulances that was generously donated to Magenda Vidadom by Samaritan's Purse. A few days after the attack, Samaritan's Purse were, was already in Israel, learned about the need, and said, we will replace the ambulances. And we needed those ambulances immediately. We couldn't wait because the situation in Israel is so fragile. So we made sure that in less than three months, we had new 14 ambulances. Yesterday, we gathered the, uh, the families 
of the of the Magen David Adom fallen team members, we had Samaritan's first president, Reverend Franklin Graham, arriving to Israel especially for this, and we were dedicating those new ambulances in memory of the fallen team members of Magen David Adom. That way, we are not only um, replacing those, those such needed uh, vehicles, but we are also um, um, using their or, or, or putting the legacy of Magenta Vida Dome uh, people back into uh, service. Uh, Franklin Graham said that we should put uh, a personal a personal item of each of the fallen within the ambulance, and that, and uh, this is how they're uh, they'll, they'll be still working on the ambulances in a, a different manner, but they'll be serving the people of Israel uh, uh, with with the ambulance named after them. Oh, I, I love that. Um, so so grateful and so glad that those ambulances were replaced. But I'm sure that is not the only need that is there. Uh, for those here on the other side of the world, we, we hear about the stories and we hear about the need and you wonder, what can we do? What, what would you say is your greatest need today? And for Christians who would want to pray for Israel, because so many do, what is the greatest need in Israel today? Uh, we still we still need additional ambulances. That's for sure. With that, we need medical uh, uh, equipment, both as medical kits that are delivered for uh, doctors and paramedics within remote communities, allowing them to respond first to any incident that happened and report back to Magen David Adom dispatch while ambulances are still on the on their uh, way. Um, and this is how we are getting prepared. Uh, God forbid if anything start from uh, the north, from uh, Lebanon, or from the south, from the Huts in, uh, in uh, Yemen. And I kindly ask our, our listeners, please, within your prayer, say a prayer for the safe return of our 138 hostages still um, held hostages by Hamas in, in uh, Gaza. Well, I know Moody Radio listeners will do just that. I'm sure some of uh, have already begun to do that within the last uh, just few moments here. Uri Shakem, Deputy Director, Chief of Staff with Megan Davida Dam, joining us this morning, talking about that good news of what happened yesterday in Israel as those ambulances have been donated and put into service. And if you want to support them, you can find out more and do that when you go online to savinglivesinisrael.org. That is savinglivesinisrael.org. A different spin on starting your day is Steve and Dawn in the morning on Moody Radio. All right, question for you this morning. Would you give up your smartphone for a month if you got $10,000 in exchange for doing that? Briggs, what, what say you? Would yeah, you uh, give up your phone for a month for why ten not? grand? Why yeah. not? If work would allow me. <laughs> and <laughs> well, uh, Yeah, of course. That's the thing. If work would allow you to do that. Now, uh, the reason I ask, I just uh, saw the story and I'm like, oh, man, I wonder how you could get in on this in some way. There's a yogurt company that is offering to pay $10,000 to participants who complete this month-long digital detox if they lock up their smartphone in a lockbox for the month. I think that is a brilliant idea. They said the program was inspired by Dry January. And they're accepting invitations and applications for this through January 31st. They say, we believe 
in the power of living a simpler life with fewer distractions. And one of the biggest distractions in our lives today is our phone. In fact, the average person, you have a guess? I want you to take a guess. You have any idea how many hours a day does the average person spend on their phone? I'm guessing five. Yeah, good guess. 5.4 hours each day on their phone, the company says on their website. And so selected winners to the program, $10,000, a phone lockbox to lock up that phone. And they are going to give them a good old-fashioned flip phone. So if you do have an emergency, you need to make a call, you got the good old-fashioned flip phone with a one-month prepaid SIM card and a three-month supply, of course, of Siggy's yogurt. Of course, you got to get that in there. And uh, glad that you're with us on this Wednesday morning.